Our Nation's Worst Demons Are Ascending. This is Jim Wallace. Let's talk about the soul of the nation. In his second inaugural address, President Abraham Lincoln appealed to the better angels of our nature, he called them. The better angels of our nature. That is what our political and religious leaders should always do. Appeal to our best angels. But at the other end of the moral spectrum, political and, yes, even religious leaders now often appeal to our worst demons. Fear, anger, resentment, greed, prejudice, division, and hatred. And the danger we are discovering is that our demons in America have been lying just below the surface, and they have been aggressively brought forth in the past few years. We see white supremacists marching openly with torches aloft in Charlottesville and elsewhere. A growing white nationalism feels emboldened by the White House. We see children in cages, literally, and families torn apart at the southern border because of policies made in the same building where they call immigrants invaders. We now see the worst elements of American history rekindled by some who see these elements as their plan for the nation's future. And they often use the language of Christianity as a defense of their anti Christian actions. It's like the crank of the jack-in-the-box has been turned and Jack's not going back in the box. That's why I believe political activism alone, as important as that is, won't defeat our demons, won't be enough. The moral, religious, and political battles between our angels and our demons have become the spiritual warfare of our time, to use the language of the Apostle Paul in the New Testament. As a result of the political, religious, and moral crisis we face today, both the soul of the nation and the integrity of faith are now at stake. The crisis is fundamentally about our chance and our choice of whether those who call themselves Christians are ready to go back to the teachings of Jesus? That's a big question. And whether such a call might be taken up by others beyond the churches. The amazing thing to me sometimes is how Jesus has survived all of us Christians. Many of us share a deep hunger for reclaiming Jesus instead of falling into more and more political polarization. We want theology to trump politics. The dangerous political crisis we now find ourselves in has revealed how disconnected from Jesus many Christians in America have become. Closing the widening gap that presently exists between Christians and Jesus seems to be often a daunting challenge. Too many Christians seem to be desperately avoiding the teachings of Jesus. 
Where can we even begin? Are there fundamental truths in the ministry of Jesus that can help us find our way back to him, even and especially amid this fearful moment? I believe the answer is yes. I believe there are key questions Jesus asked or provoked that will help show us the way forward. People often ask me uh, how many books I've written, and I say, well, this is my 12th book. But that misses the point. This may be, I think, the most important book I've ever written, given the moment that we're in. I always knew I would someday write my own Jesus book. What he said, what he meant, and how that applies. And I think the time for that is now. I was called, I feel called, to write the Jesus book right now, at this moment of such deep political, moral, and yes, spiritual crisis. Because during a crisis, the best thing for Christians to always do is to go back to Jesus. I actually believe that if we can get Jesus' questions into this national narrative, it's a much better way to go deeper than politics. This book, I think, helps us to do that. And I'm asking your help in getting these Jesus questions into this public debate about what's important in this election season. So I'm asking you to help us do that by pre-ordering Christ in Crisis, why we need to reclaim Jesus. It's easy to do. So I'm asking you to help get this message out by pre-ordering the book, Christ in Crisis, why we need to reclaim Jesus. Go to book.sojo.net, book.sojo.net to pre-order Christ in Crisis. During a crisis, the best thing for Christians to do always is to go back to Jesus. In a similar time during the 1930s, German pastor and theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer suggested that we must always ask, who is Jesus Christ for us today in 2019, at this moment, in an election year? But the book is written to be both timely and timeless at the same time. That's what I'm hoping. I believe deeply that a conversation which answers the questions raised by Jesus and the questions asked of Jesus can move us forward to heal our country and our church when we most need it, right now. The questions Jesus raised or prompted show us most vividly the difference between choosing the triumphalism of wealth and power and choosing the way of Jesus, a way of servanthood, these questions are as relevant as ever today, and they are the questions we need to answer if, if we want to be followers of Jesus. They go to the heart of matters today, as Jesus' questions always do. In the midst of this crisis, returning to the teachings of Jesus will clarify where we must stand and help us to reset our path going forward. I believe there is a growing audience for the message of Jesus. The readers of Christ in Crisis will have several choices. Some may respond to Jesus by insisting that his teachings are just for our private lives, 
not for our public behavior, or that he is irrelevant to our times. But that is hard to do for those who call themselves Christians if we believe that God so loved the world, as the Apostle John says. Others will argue over how to interpret the teachings of Jesus, which are lifted up in this book. But that's the very conversation we need to have. That's the conversation, the discussion, I want to involve us all in. Finally, if the things Jesus said and did urgently need to be reclaimed and applied today, then we can all join the journey together to explore and discover what our discipleship to Jesus means for us in this moment of great danger and uncertainty, which is also, I believe, a moment of opportunity. The other good news is that we will not be alone. We can take that journey with our brothers and sisters in our congregations, our families, and our communities. A pilgrimage, a sojourn of prayer, study, discernment, and action. We may not all have the same answers to the questions Jesus asked and prompted, but they must be asked. And it is our conversation together about those questions that could help heal a broken nation. In the midst of the painful, shameful, and embarrassing examples of religion selling its soul for power, more and more of us must make clear that we are reclaiming Jesus. Again, can I invite you to pre-order Christ in Crisis, Why We Need to Reclaim Jesus, at book.sojo.net, book.sojo.net. Thank you, and God bless you all.